Welcome to Supernatural Junkies, where we have candid God talk about all topics that seem off limits to the church. I'm Alex, and I'm super. And I am Dr. Kevin, and I am the natural. Except for the Grecian formula, I'm still holding on to that. And I am Pastor Rob, and I am the junkie, of course, again. And we are the, the Supernatural, Supernatural junkies. junkies. A little late on that, Rob. I thought she was just doing yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Uh, we were we all, can't decide. You're the only one with microphones. Well, why are we all arguing about this? All right, here we are. Welcome, everyone, to the Supernatural Junkies. It is the first week of June. We're all excited to be here, right, guys? Yes. We're here with Ron and... Ron. It's sorry. Rob. It's Pastor Rob, R O B. Well, Ron, Ron is here, a friend of oh, ours. Oh, Ron's here too. Sorry, that we, is we confusing. I can see He's that. He's sitting in, sitting yeah. in. Stalking us. Right. And we have Rob. Rob was stuck in the car. Right. The <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. fell down on the way in. We, we <laughs> thought the princess was staying in the car. Um, it was a short trip. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah. But I'm cool now. <laughs> Supernaturally healed. <laughs> but the ego we're talking about the ego oh oh the ego yeah that is hurt <laughs> is that, is that healed yet uh, i'm getting there it's gonna take a while a couple, <laughs> couple sessions a couple sessions maybe we'll put this on the maybe the downstairs <laughs> <laughs> it could be it could be this, this is the beginning of the fall right, and uh, kevin is here too how you doing kev oh i took the kids to adventure island today and uh it was short and sweet they one o'clock they said hey we're ready to go and i go well let's go yeah. It's good. No That's arguments. a water park for all of you that don't know. Took them to Einstein Bagels first time. Uh, they complained and then they left and they said it was good. We are sponsored by that <laughs> right. bagel company. That's right. <laughs> and uh, the park too already. Right. But if, it, hey, Einstein's, if you're interested, please contact us, right? We're, we're right. good. We, we're, we'd be happy with that. $20. Right. We're, we're still waiting on the check. Yes. <laughs> right. It's in the mail. Right. Yeah. So this is, see, this is what exciting podcasting is all about. Right. Just talking about bagels and uh, water parks. If anyone's still listening, I'm very surprised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So, um, so how about this week? Lots of uh, exciting uh, bombs got dropped this week. Ooh. Yeah. Anybody want to talk about that? Mm. Well, you know, this whole episode, we're going to be talking about bombs that have been dropping for well over a year, but. Um, Probably a lot of what we're doing today is uh, some old news, but it certainly is tying into literally stuff that's happening every day here this week. Absolutely. This is going to be exciting. And uh, like you said, it's old, but it's very, very relevant. Very relevant. Yeah. So this one, we're <laughs> going to call it Only COVID Lives Matter. Mm. And it's, you know, probably one of the most difficult parts of you know, being a Christian and trying to fight what's happening in the world today is to figure out, you know, what can I really do? How do I even break people out of this, you know, narrative, this funk that we've been in here for, you know, getting closer to a year and a half now. Mm. And, uh, and I finally, this was the first article I wrote, and it literally is almost a year ago now. It's called Only COVID Lives Matter. And I found that that's what the problem is. We're being so force-focused as if the only people that matter in the world are the people that are dying of COVID. Mm. And obviously, we all die, and people are dying every day, and it's kind of a morbid way of looking at it. But when you look at it this way, it really does kind of open things up. Right, you know, that right. you see that you're being steered um, towards one uh, agenda, if you will. And I think th it's, it's positive because it's going to allow us to break free of this narrative. And the fact that all lives matter. In fact, it's the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. If if only a certain kind of lives matter, 
that's just yet an end, another form of racism, a, my, a myopic view, if you will, of the world. And it's not what Jesus said. Right, right. You know, that all lives matter. And as we're Christian, that's what we're supposed to do. We want to tie into the narrative, which is that all lives matter, because that's what Jesus said. Yeah, Jesus obviously is, a, everyone is to die for, Jesus says. Everyone is to die for. And so, you know, because of these COVID lives, it's it's really been worth it for us to wear a mask, shut down the world, and take our kids out of school for a year and a half, you know, spend trillions of dollars, you know, destroy our economy. Um, some people have lost everything, you know, they have no risk of dying of COVID and yet they lost their house, their business and all these kinds of things. Churches have been closed. And, uh, the biggest thing is that hate and fear have been peddled for a year and a half now. What do you think, Alex? I think that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, you know, my kids say it best 2020, they just talk about it. How it was the worst year ever? Cause they had to put on masks and we couldn't go anywhere. And, um, you know, we homeschool. So, you know, come certain times, you have to really work hard to get them out of the house and right. build social contacts, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it was definitely a tough year. I have to tell you, it was uh, my 11 and a half year old son. I was talking to him, to him the other day and I said, boy, buddy, I think Jesus may be coming back soon. Maybe even in your lifetime, he said, dad, I think Jesus is coming back next month. <laughs> and he's 11 think, and a half. <laughs> I think we're all uh, searching that way. And, and certainly that is one of the things we're trying to get to is the idea that Jesus really is coming back. But, mm. you know, if we focus on the other lives that still matter, we're going to break some of the narrative because we're going to see that we're putting too much importance on some. And this is going to really give us some perspective, but we still get to be nice people because we're, we are focusing on lives right. that are being lost. And I think that that part has to appeal to the humanity of us all. Sure. You know, th then there's the common sense, you know, like if you're, if you're just doing anything, you think, well, I don't want to have, you know, a cure that's actually worse than the disease. Mm. And especially for, you know, physicians, this is the way we think, you know, what's the treatment plan? How are they going to, you know, tolerate that? I mean, how many people get put on a medication, right, to help them? And why don't they keep taking it? Because the side effects right. are so bad. They're like, no, I'd rather have the disease. <laughs> sure. But, well, I think, too, as we go through this, you know, and you start hearing, you know, especially, you know, now they've gone through a what is it buzzfeed uh did a request the freedom of information act they in march uh they requested falchi's emails oh, right yes, so yes. 3500 pages of his emails they got in march right so they're starting to dig through some of those um and really, I guess he has a love relationship with uh, Bill Gates, by the way. We, did, we didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> right, came, right. It kind of came out. Oh, I got to well, tell you something funny about that, too. I was listening to a, let's say, a popular newscast today. It was on the, you know, how you have the apps. And I was watching one of the shows. And it was during the interview. And he started talking about the relationship between the two. And he goes, and then, of course, there's the relationship between the two. And, and then it cuts off. Your free prescription is now ended. Now pay so-and-so to continue. I think we should try that, Bob. Maybe, maybe we could get some paid for subscribers. <laughs> right. This would, yeah. be, this would work great. We say the really great stuff and then yes. just drop it. Oh, sorry. I can't hear the rest of that one. Genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, when you think about it, this broke early. Even the United Nations, and this is talking May. We hadn't even had to put masks on here in Florida mm -hmm. until later in June. But in May, they came out and said that the United Nations says we shouldn't really have a lot more shutdowns. And the reason why is because they were expecting to maybe double 
the number of people dying of hunger in the world. So remember, last mm. year we did not reach 2 million people dead in the world. Right. And yet we have 7 to 9 million people die of hunger. Wow. Okay, that's, that's up to four times as many people dying of hunger. And they're saying we're going to double it. Mm. So again, you can tell something is reversed. If we're coming up with the cure to shut the world down and we kill four times as many people of hunger, now you're starting to say, wait a minute. Why isn't this narrative being challenged? Why aren't these lives just as important as the ones that we're saving? You know, it gets worse. Um, you just take two other simple things. Now, remember how much money we spent. Oh, you know, the boy. first stimulus was like seven trillion. Uh, the second one here was three plus. So we're going to go with about nine plus as as we speak. But according to the World Health Organization, more than a million people die every year. And of course, most of them in Africa, over 3,000 children a day mm-hmm. die of malaria. And we could save them for $2. Right. $2 a person. Yes. This is the kind of, you're like, how long did it take for us to get to a million people dead here in America? Right. So you start to think about, we never got there. Mm. And yet, how many trillions that we spent on those those people could have thought some where that money could have went to help them right. absolutely yeah. so you're starting to realize hey wait a minute this is another situation where you're talking two million dollars mm. this is the price of a million people's lives wow. and you hate to put a price on anything well sure. but there's no profit in that malaria drug right Ooh. hydroquinone there's no profit there so why and malaria, by the way, is curable with that drug, right, right? Right. And pharmaceutical companies since the 70s, they're for profit. They're not a charity. Right. So, uh, well, what's the benefit to them? Mm. Right? right? And that's the way they look at it too, right? So wh- why invest in their lives? Right? right? And that's also why, even though we know that hydroquinone could help people with, with COVID, yeah. COVID, well, we don't want to tell that. We don't want to share that with anybody. Right. Right. There's no profit there. Well, and it, it just keeps going. You know, there. you just look down the list of all the things people die. The other one that I really picked out uh, every year, and again, this is according to multiple sources, but basically 3.5 million people die basically of contaminated water. Okay. So they're drinking yeah. dirty water and it's been most of these people are children. And uh, according to the New York Times, we could fix that for as little as $10 billion. Now, that's, that's at least 900 times less money than we have spent on saving COVID lives. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So this is a real-world situation here, right. again. And then you think about the idea that black lives matter, right? A lot of these people in Africa are obviously black. Sure. Right. So this this is what's starting to feel like racism. Right. right? right. Absolutely. Because why aren't these lives important? Yeah. You know, so if we really support these ideas, A, we have a black population in the world that really is truly suffering, but nobody wants to talk about those black lives. Right. Good point. Not Great to point. mention that in years, in very recent years past, had a horrible drought situation to where hundreds of thousands of them were starving. Yes. Starving from a, huh? one of the worst droughts they had seen in decades. No it, one heard about it. No one seemed to care. And it's uh, not just that. The why? hunger there, the violence there. Um, civil war. Yeah. Civil war. And most of that civil war is a lot of times Muslim generated. You see, yeah. they have these warring tribes. They always 
perpetuate that this is somehow just what African tribes do, but really the Muslims have a lot of strongholds in, in Africa. And so this is where a lot of that, you know, Islam means submission. So this yes. is where some of these wars, endless wars, keep coming from. So uh, the other one I'll say is that if you think about in the world today, the guy that's dominated the scene, and again, we mentioned him, Mr. Fauci, you know, as if he's the expert. Well, well, elf. well that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, of course, now uh, this came out very quickly. Again, by June, the Great Barrington Declaration was in you know, full force. The, this is, originally it was over 35,000 uh, doctors and health scientists that had signed, you know, basically saying, yeah, we, we don't need to respond the way that we, we are. We don't have to shut the world down. There's only a certain type of person that's really susceptible for this. So let me read you some of their, their conclusions here. Um, but the first thing they brought out is that people stop seeing their doctors. When 150,000 people a month get diagnosed with cancer you stop you know that he tells you right away in three months we could kill as many people as we killed all year absolutely so you you stop seeing your doctor when you stop seeing your dentist why did they complain about that well because long-term dental infections lead to stroke absolutely <laughs> and we've seen these these things go through the roof so there's a very fundamental way in which you know this is what's happening we're 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 so obsessed and so afraid of covid that we don't go see our doctor and you know what they're saying is that there could be basically irreparable damage people can really set themselves back where we may not be able to recover them at all you know and what i love is if you just go to that great barrington you're going to see that a harvard oxford and princeton guy put together i mean these guys are way above my pay grade and they are really experts experts in the field but here's a few of the things that they said um number one they're really looking for cardiovascular disease especially their outcomes and cancer screenings and and then again deteriorated mental health you know mm -hmm. um when you think about that there was an article and this was by cnn and they said that in one month in japan more people committed suicide than had died in the entire covid epidemic so again wow. this is another perfect case were shutting down their society that many people were on the edge mentally economically and more people were killing themselves of suicide hmm. okay this is astonishing to america but it's pretty clear they shouldn't have shut down right you know and suicide mental health is important right if if regular health is important these lives matter so you know we look at depression, alcohol abuse, the how how the how the alcohol sales go when <laughs> everything was shut down. Oh, well, they did great. Well, whenever right, whenever you shut down anything, right? Don't alcohol sales go up? They do. You and we're like, I need to cope. I need my alcohol. Like buy stock in alcohol anytime there's something bad going on. <laughs> oh, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick is you'd mentioned you'd said Mr. Fauci instead of Dr. Fauci. It's funny you said that because today was the first. Actually, yesterday was the first time I heard people are now calling him. Tony Fauci. Yes. Are you, have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Anybody catch that on the news now? They're yeah. saying Tony, Tony Fauci instead yeah. of Dr. Fauci because they're just they're like Tony. Yeah, exactly. He's it's like Tony. a regular guy. Yeah, so he talks I think they're more. trying to make him relatable. <laughs> exactly. You know? Now he's Tony. Yeah, he's your friend Tony. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know Tony. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> right? You can trust him. He's just Tony. 
You know, he's your buddy. Yeah, like, hey, what's up, Tony? Like, Tony wouldn't steer you wrong. He wouldn't do that to you. Tony's a good guy. I know him. Like, no he wouldn't lie he about ownership. that. You know? Like, Tony's not doing lab. that. Yeah, he's got no skin in the game at all. That's right. No, you know, not at all. You got to love the Plandemic movie, you know, that came out. Plandemic. And so many things that she said in there are absolutely true. And I think you were talking this week all about suddenly Facebook is allowing you to post things that it was yes, saying was clearly yes. false news just even a month or two ago. So we are seeing some of this break, but it doesn't mean we're out of the woods. No, let me, can I add something that, um, from some of the Oh, no, I'm interrupting you. Email. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are, sir. Excuse you, okay? Uh, yeah, so, so in some of those, I was saying earlier before I got so rudely interrupted, okay? Yeah, that wasn't cool, Kevin. Yeah, not yeah. at all. All right, back off. We just need Rob to... Yeah, all right. So some of those email exchanges uh, in those 3,500 pages... You know, if this really works, Rob... Okay, I'm talking, all right? You know, I could I'm hire feeling you marginalized marital, here. Yeah, hey, you know, hashtag me that. too. Oh, wait, hashtag oh, wait. me yeah, too. Hashtag right? me too. <laughs> right? That's classic. That's classic. <laughs> the only woman here feeling marginalized, okay? That's awesome. Me yeah, too. I right? love it. And you know what? I'm Asian. So stop the Asian hate. Stop the Asian She just played the Asian, Asian card. I she did. did. I wow. Had to. Had to. Yep. Um, <laughs> had to throw when, when it out there. she plays that, it's mean, get out of your way. Right, <laughs> right. It's coming at you. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, um, <laughs> in some of those emails, so, uh, <laughs> this is good, too. And, you know, because there's, there's a lot of them to go through, so I have a feeling it's going to take a while. Well, we but, will definitely do a whole episode on that. Yeah, so anyway, so in January 2020, um, uh, one of the uh, professor, let's see, his name was Christian G. Anderson. He's a professor, um, and let's see, he's from the Department of Integrative Instructional uh, Computative Biology from the Scripps Institute. That's a big name. Wow. But, yeah. And he was he had big sent words. a message to Tony, and he was saying that, hey, by the way, this um, stuff, that this article you sent me um, on this, it looks like it's possibly engineered, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Which, of course, we know that. Tony knew this because he was having stuff done yep. um, with this lab in Wuhan, that Absolutely. he was actually funding them yes. for yes. these studies, yes. right? We and know not this. not telling people. Yes. Even though he says, and we know that he was giving them money, even though he's like, I don't know what they were doing with that money. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess when we talk about Tony, I guess we are going to do the action. Yeah, we got we Louie. We right. got Louie. You know? I'm on board with that. You know, because I'm going to have to work on it. <laughs> I love when, like Fauci. Well, I love when it. Rand Paul asks him, like, um, so, you know, about the money and the money, he's like, uh, so they were fun, the money that you were giving them, uh, were they using it for those studies? And he's like, I don't know what they were doing with that money. I mean, I can't say for sure. You're like, uh-huh. And I just like the, the look on Rand Paul's face. He's like, okay, you can't say for sure. And he's like, I mean, I don't know. You know, they could have done anything with it. Who knows, right? Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know. And you're like, uh-huh, well, okay. that sure. ties right in because, you know, only <laughs> Tony Fauci's opinion matters. Here you right. have, right, right, now, right, now right, the Barrington right. Declaration is up to 55,000 doctors. I, I've never seen this many doctors sign anything or agree on anything. Can you tell us more about that document, Dr. (laughs) Cruz? Because I don't think a lot of people know about Well, you just got to go on there. They they really have got it all laid out. And, you know, they were really, what I love about them is they were the first one to come out and say that keeping kids out of school 
is a grave injustice. You know, and he says basically it's much less dangerous than other things. And so that was also echoed, by the way. And I think of about September, the CDC director came out and said, yeah, you know, the safest place for kids, you know, is at school. You know, now... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think know, he said something like they were more likely to be what attacked by a by shark while, right, 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 right right attacked by a shark while riding a motorcycle <laughs> um right while being in an airline disaster yeah, right. like at right all the same like, winning the lottery right, by right in That's a sharknado <laughs> right? <laughs> by being attacked by a megalodon while in a sharknado <laughs> right on a motorcycle <laughs> Like, yes, it, it was lightning, actually. <laughs> but again, more likely to be struck by lightning. And that's right. that's important for people to realize that this is what's done. So we've had these, you know, 35,000, then now 55,000 doctors giving a completely separate narrative. And just think about other countries. They didn't respond the way you look at the death rates per million people. Why did we do worse than Italy and Spain? We, we have a better system. You Absolutely. know, we'll talk about why some of those numbers, you know, didn't happen. But that's the key thing is that only Fauci's opinion have mattered. Right. Actually, I have an interesting point on that one because I was watching Dr. Wolfgang Woodarg, a pulmonologist mm. from Germany. Okay, okay. He, he actually has um, some interesting points about... Can you say that with a German accent? <laughs> no, I can't. That, that one I can't Ooh. do. Can you do it? Yeah, you will. You well, are. Wolfgangenhausen, yes. A Wolfgang. Volkswagen. Yeah. Wolfgangenhausen, yes. Yeah, I guess I can. Wolfgang Wudar. Um, <laughs> he's that was great. good, actually. But he was, you know, and he speaks German, so but it had to be translated. But he was saying that one of the reasons, right, um, even though he's a pulmonologist and uh, he's a really brilliant man, that uh, it got so crazy was that when they initially, and he where he's from, he was doing a study on a place with approximately 150,000 inhabitants. And every year he would study like how many of those um, people would get a virus. And in looking at that, he would say like how many got flu and then how many would get coronavirus out of those. And he's like an acute respiratory. And he's like every year it's, you know, people are going to come up with coronavirus. It's totally normal. It's in the regular population. He said, so what happened is in Wuhan, a virologist saw that there was a new strain. He's like, but virologists have no idea uh, what that really means. He's like, Right, they, they can't tell just by looking at it. If right. They have to see, you know, actual symptoms. Right, and um, depending on where that person was when they took that from the person, that blood or, you know, he's like, they can't draw assumptions. So let's say they took that person right before they died. Well, that doesn't mean anything at all. Right, mm. and especially to um, a virologist, they have nothing to compare it to. And if you don't have the data to compare it to, and it's the first one of its kind, you can't make assumptions that that's the thing that killed that person. Yeah, it's a moment in time, really. You know, and and causal relationships, so, you know, like that are are done over in the longer longer haul. You know, but so I think let me show you the graphic. Yeah. So <laughs> I I know this is a, she has not a, picture. a visual she has a picture. medium. She has a picture. There's a lot of red. So and there's blue. a lot of red and green. So I want and to blue. show I'm you. Not able to there's so, blue on those colors. <laughs> So the green, right, is basically so you guys can see. And it's a graph. And what this graph is showing you is every place that there's green is actually coronavirus, right? Right. And that's every year. That's what you expect to find. That's coronavirus. Well, it, it's Corona wow. 19 so it for a reason. the whole screen. Like in every, and he's like, and this is normal, right? So, and he's like, this is what you find every year in a population. That's coronavirus. And it's covers the, it doesn't cover the whole screen. Is this 2020? But it's normal. This is 2018, actually. 
He's like, so what happened in Wuhan is because it has a population of 11 million people. He's like, and they have a very large hospital and they have a very large ICU and, they have, um, and they're constantly using ventilators. He's like, and so what happened is this virologist found this and it was a new strain. He had nothing to compare it to. And depending on when he found this patient. And they were all running from the Wuhan lab at the time. Right. And he's like, and so let's scary. say, he's like, and let's say this patient died. Okay. And when he took this, this blood and he saw this and he's like, oh, this patient died and it got out of hand. And he's, he doesn't know cause he's a virologist and not, they don't necessarily know, um, that he blew it up and showed the government and then it went crazy from there. And he's like, but it's normal. He's like in the same thing for Italy and that population. But did they die from having coronavirus or did they die because that many people would die from having the flu or acute respiratory disease and they also had coronavirus? Well, and that's no. where we are definitely going there, especially on our next one. Um yeah. We're going to be talking about those numbers and and how they're not really statistically different from other, you know, basically flu and pneumonia together. Right. And, you know, once somebody catches a flu, it goes into the lungs. It's their diagnosis changes. They like their cigarettes over there, too. That's right. Yeah. And they were also the oldest population in the world as well. So those were other things. But again, there's a tease for next Absolutely. Episode. There's our next teaser. Mm-hmm. And usually Rob does the teasing around yes, here. Yes, but <laughs> oh, no. yes. I've got it this time, Rob. Just <laughs> okay. this once, I'll do it for all you. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I... <laughs> 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 you know, the, the other thing I'll say is that, you know, when people are... When I get into this, the question people always ask me is, okay, so if this isn't about saving lives, then what is this really about? And as Christians, you, we have to remember that we have an enemy. And that enemy, of course, being Satan, meaning our adversary, right? But really, if you think about him, he is also, you know, the accuser, which means that he is a perpetrator of lies. As the Bible says, he was a murderer and a liar, right? So whenever Christians fail to address a known lie, okay, we are allowing Satan to create a narrative that he can use, okay? So when we think about this, that makes it a, this a spiritual value. You know, truth is a currency in heaven, right? Mm. And and that's why Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. Right. And then vice versa, Satan's trying to identify himself through lies. And so when we have a narrative that's wrong, that has to turn on our radar as Christians, that this could be something Satan really uses. That's right. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yes. You know, and so then the Bible warns us. I mean, it goes into detail. Uh, my people perish for what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. So here we are, okay, you know, and, and this goes out to all the leaders of the church today, that when we fail to give people the correct knowledge, that we will see people perish, mm. perish because of this. These decisions are being made. And, you know, that's where I go back to these these other possibilities. There's clearly a more than one way to skin a cat. And that has been true of COVID. And it's true of virtually every diagnosis that people typically receive. Um, How do you skin a cat? <laughs> well, 
first of all, one size doesn't fit all, right? <laughs> My true. kids love cat videos. I mean, every night they're like, hey, baby, can you, mom, can you show me <laughs> some cat videos? And they always love the big ones, the fat ones, and especially if they have big fluffy fur. So you're thinking, oh, well, it's clearly different. You know, skinning a cat is completely different. So, wow. I didn't know we were going to talk about uh, <laughs> and it's not cat we're Asian. videos today. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be really bad. Now, that I'd like to hear about. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> we don't eat them. We just want you. Know. Right, 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 right. right <laughs> no, we <right>. don't. <laughs> well, you think about that. You know, if, if somebody comes into your office and they have cancer, do you give all of them radiation, you know, therapy? Do you give all of them, you know, chemotherapy? Well, no, some people, right? And we've been told we have cancer, so we, we quit our job. We spent all of our retirement, and we've been on vacation for a year. Nobody will talk to us anymore. You go back into the doctor's office, and they say, well, you do have cancer. stage one skin cancer. We're going to freeze that off your face in about one second. Right, right, and right. And then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> all I heard was cancer. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and it is all about who has it, what age, you know, what's the what's the place and what stage is this in? And you can see why people are making the wrong decisions because they're not given the full perspective. So that's disinformation. And and disinformation is a very it's a way of destroying uh, uh, societies. And so I will tell you this. This disinformation, this lie, this narrative is being used to destroy America. And so if you go back, again, the Bible says in Romans 1.25, it says they have traded the truth for a lie. And there's a movie called, um, it's called Disinformation, The Secret Strategy to Destroy the West. Now, this goes back to really Reagan's era. One of the most high up guys that ever defected basically said, hey, you know, our strategy for destroying America is actually to create nonprofit groups in America. The World Blah 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 Association supporting all of these socialist green type agendas. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And then that's how their their sole purpose is to continue to put out disinformation so that they can con continue to confuse. If you go back and look at those associations that were started, this is what the left has really finally, they actually embrace this stuff. This is actually sure. all these disinformation narratives have become mainline um political pushes if you will yeah. right right love confusion and who's yeah. the author of confusion yeah and but they're just being used too yes right? to push mm -hmm. somebody else's agenda yes exactly yeah. without realizing point. it they really are and and again you're going to see that everything is happening right now to distract us from what's really important right. that's what a good cop bad cop routine does Okay, so if I if I run through that now, he's not the only one. That's an older movie, but if you go to um, General H. R. McMaster, and again, he's the former National Security Advisor. He wrote a book called Battlegrounds, and there's basically this is what he's saying: the United States is at war, mm -hmm. but he's saying it's not a direct conflict; it's an information war, mm -hmm. it's a cyber war. Now, this is amazing. He says it's all happening through social media. Yep. Okay, and and operatives that they have here in this country and through the internet, the control of information. Sure. Right now, so you think about that. You know, I don't know if you guys have. I know my wife watched the the movie, um, the Social Dilemma, and On the creepy line, and the creepy line. Now, those are two absolute must watches, so you can see how information is being controlled, and and then used to manipulate people. Yeah. I mean, how absolutely. is it that? 
this is like a large this isn't like something little this is a large large narrative how do you get all of these same media outlets and social all silicon valley all in on this how well, does that's that what, happen how well does happen? that's what i say you're gonna see that this will keep blowing up and we will go back and and even talk about maybe even those three movies in particular mm-hmm. um that means the, i have to watch them i have homework don't i you yes. do but i haven't they, seen them they're oh, crazy you have to watch it. yeah they're crazy good and you just don't really get it until you watch it you don't really understand what's actually happening and the creepy line is called that because these lines have been talked about and they said they'd never cross it <laughs> but they they Surprise. are crossing it they really mm-hmm. are determining Psych. what people see you know if you look at i mean the gateway pundit covered right away you know that the coronavirus is not actually different as far as mortality than than other bad flu seasons and yet nobody covers it again we have 55,000 doctors nobody cares what they say it's only Mr. Fauci and uh so you think about you know we have seniors that are protesting on courthouses because they're saying, I have to die in loneliness, <laughs> right? right? I'm going to die. Yeah. But yeah. because I have corona or somebody might catch it from me or whatever, loved ones can't even see these people, you know? And that goes right back to this idea. Same thing in Japan. People are, you know, they were isolated, right? Yeah. And they they're ha- they're for, they're, can't work and then they lose everything and they like, well, I'd just rather kill myself. Yeah, talk about depression. I mean, these seniors, the only way they could see their grandkids or their kids yeah. were literally through glass. That That's well, prison. They're I prisoners. Know. They were if, prisoners. If, if my mom and dad were in, in there and they wouldn't let me in, I would oh. probably have got arrested oh, of course because i'm like i'm gonna see my mom and dad he, they're he dying folks he's, well, I, he he would have <laughs> for sure I, but i think what we're going to find the most egregious thing that I, and it's come it's going to come out is that this was all bs right in like, wait and did Felsi, we just say that on a christian show wait we haven't edited. we can edit that for, don't worry oh, i didn't say <laughs> <laughs> that is a bull snit you know i just said bs yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we're gonna find out you know Fauci she, is, com- he, you know, Tony, he was completely aware that all this was going on. And especially like, don't just wear one mask, wear three. No, yeah, I'm, exactly. By the way, folks, that yeah. nasty T-shirt mask you're wearing is yes. not an N95 compliant no, mask. No. That you left on your dash for two weeks without washing it is right. not doing crap. It's not right? cool. It's not like, cool either. No, no. I had to explain. It covers your beautiful face too, sweetheart. But, right. But, yeah. But by the way, I had to tell my mom, like, mom, I mean, you were an OBGYN nurse. You know that that nasty mask that you just bought for like whatever, because it's cute, is does not protect <laughs> you from cute. anything airborne. Like, right. If it were that serious and it was truly an airborne pathogen that like exploded in your system and you bam just died Mm -hmm. like you know as well as i do that you wouldn't just be able to like find a nasty one on the street like that you would have a hazmat suit on there would be disposal methods there would be a washing protocol there would be disposal containers everywhere don't be stupid people how dumb are we you there would absolutely yeah. be a I way mean, this is the most insane like that nasty mask laying on the ground just everywhere are you kidding me how right, stupid can right. we be and like Fauci walking around with three masks uh, was that the stupidest thing so yeah. we're gonna find out like this whole thing was just bs and he's a part of it by the way I mean, absolutely th- well, look that email that i told you guys about that was in january 2020 think about also, that wait yes that but, just came out a couple days ago right yes didn't that yeah yeah also um people other scientists that 
were have been emailing him for a long time. Those are the other part of the 3,500 pages of emails. They said to him, they were sending him emails and they were saying things like, this is really strange. We noticed that there were strands of what looked to be um, the same strands of HIV lines of code in this um, virus. Whoa. Yeah. Now, this is the, really going to keep coming out. By the way, guys, yeah. they got deplatformed on YouTube and other places over saying what was merely the truth. Right, because we right, know that of course. It was engineered in the mm. Wuhan lab, which, by the way, Felchi funded, right? Right, right. Well, come on. And lied under oath. Yes. Uh, and lied under oath, yes. too. Yes, I mean, is anybody, so, and anybody feeling a conspiracy coming right, on here? Just right? a little bit. Just a little and, bit. You know, and so, so all here, this time, just a little bit. Hey, folks, he's been lying to us all this time. Right. Saying, I have no idea. Did I do that? Right. Pulling an Urkel. Like, con- yes. Yeah. And you know you well, did that. This is consistent with animal to man. Animal Which, to man. Which, by the way, animal guys, to man. Oh, wait. he makes more than the U.S. president. His income Oof. right now, prior to this book deal, is over $400,000 a year. She's, um, wow. She's starting to crucify... Um, Fauci project. I think she'll probably get a lot of. I, I know yeah. my head's gonna explode. Like I'm just so <laughs> so pissed. So, You're over uh, Fauci. How do you really feel about Tony? I, uh, he, I, know. I think he's a stand-up guy. I think we should like. <laughs> do, uh, he's awesome. Little, he's little an amazing guy. Most people ra- for Tony. Yay. <laughs> Most people's radar was was definitely going off, but you know this is where we get so focused on the details, and then this is where I want to be able to show you, you know, what's really going on. You know, because that's what people ask me, what's going on? What's this really all about? Why are they doing this? Why are this happening? If there is a conspiracy, exactly what are they trying to do? So this is where we go back to the two oldest. why. Why? Why? Well, let me just tell you, here it comes. Two ways that we manipulate society. The one of them goes back and it's called Ordo Abkeo, all the way back to, uh, that's of course Latin, of course. But it's one of the ways... I thought it was French. No. Wow. We could so say it with a French accent. I would like to hear it with a French Sorry, accent. Sorry, that was, that was actually good stuff, my bad. We can cut that out. <laughs> Let's hear it again. <laughs> no, I can't do it again. Oh, man. I, can, I got a pretty good Inspector Crusoe, and that's about the end of that. <laughs> but here's what ordero ab chaos means. It means order out of chaos. Wow. So if you think about, you know, that's an old saying. It means that if you want your order your rule, right? Then you create a chaos, right? Because again, then this allows people, what do they want with chaos? They want to go back to normal. Right. And that's what everybody wants right now. They want to go back to normal. And so they'll do whatever it takes. And of course, this has all been led to this vaccine that's going to supposedly fix everything. So you think about this, that, that, if you look at that, that saying is inside, okay, uh, probably the largest Masonic church in the in the country, which is in Washington, D.C., and it's in a stained glass window. Now, what goes on when you go in the door? Well, it says the Masonic order. Mm. So then you go inside, and what does it say? Order out of chaos. How will they get their order? How are they going to get their worldview? Right? So you start to realize, okay, now we are definitely on the conspiracies. We brought up Masons and Bilderbergs and all these, we bought up Fauci. And we, wait, Build-A-Bear? Wait, Build-A-Bear, yeah. <laughs> Build, I, wait, what? They're definitely, they're definitely <laughs> communists. You didn't have my attention on anything else, but now you got my attention on Yes, and you know the Illuminati, the world order, but yes. this is how they're doing it. And, and let's just be real. Bernie Sanders, when he was running, okay, to be president, and I think that was, um, oh, that was been 
That's against Le- the Obama, right? Actually, he was running in the primary go? still, was I believe, against, against Obama. And Hillary? And, yep. Yeah. So, right. or maybe it was Hillary. I'm sorry, yeah. it was Hillary. It was Hillary. So, yeah, that's right. It came down between him and Hillary. That's in right. his debates, he mentioned 62 people that have more money than 3.6 or 4 billion people. 4, 4 billion people. Mm. So, he, when he said that, that's true. That's provably true. The problem is he works for those 62 people. Wow. And there's there's only one group of people in the world that those 62 people are actually afraid of. And that is the American middle and upper class. Mm. You see, they're the only people that have the money, that have the means, and have the intelligence to actually with, you know. And the numbers. And the numbers. And to thwart any purposes that they have. And that's the truth. These 62 people that he referenced, and here you have, when he's trying to say that I work for you, right? But look at what he did in Venezuela, saying, hey, this is a great thing, right? Now they literally have a dictatorship. So here you have Bernie Sanders being involved in that whole process and now wanting to do the same thing to America. So remember, why isn't And isn't that something to aspire to? Yes. Yeah, right. Well, why isn't the world communist right now? There's only one reason. If China or Russia decided to do anything, could anybody stop them? No. Who, who's the only thing or entity that could stop China or Russia? It gets down to America. And do we have any ability to affect the mind and hearts of a Russian or a Chinese scientist? Or, I mean, sorry, not scientist, but just a regular person in China. We have any ability to change them? No. So then again, but can they change us? What did they say? They said they would destroy America with what? Out firing a shot. Because what they're trying to get to is the mind and hearts of America, right? And how did they get communism? They divided the country. They made them hate each other. What is America built on? Freedom Freedom. of... Freedom. Freedom of what though? Well, religion. Religion. Speech. Speech, Speech, right? right? And we have probably more races here than anywhere else. Right. So here yeah. you see that they're dividing us between the haves and the have-nots. Now they're dividing right. us racially, and now they're dividing us between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. This is all about dividing so they can what? Conquer us. Right. United we stand. And divided, divided we, we fall. Oh. So this is this is what's happening. This is the larger game. America has lost the idea that we actually have enemies and that they're trying to destroy us from within and they're destroying the family ultimately right Right. and then they're also they've taken over our schools the things that are being taught in our schools right so this is part of of all about destroying you know america and this is all about executing you know communism and another thing that a lot of people in bible prophecy and a lot of pastors and, and teachers have missed is that if you look at this one world government the Bible says is coming, it's pretty much communism, right? Mm -hmm. Or a dictatorship. So this is another thing. And you think about what is the world's greatest evil? What's the greatest evil we've ever seen? It really gets down to socialism and communism. They have killed more people. And yet nobody's talking about the evils of communism. We talk about all these evils and nobody's talking about that. So these are the things that the Christians, we talk still talk about Nazis, although very few people now, there's almost 30% I saw a poll the other day that they're not sure we should have done what we did in, in World War II. Wow. Some people aren't even convinced the Holocaust even happened. Uh, That's, what? Yeah, I've heard that. Is that not crazy? If we hadn't done what we done, oh, wow. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't even have words for that. So, you know, and you think about, you know, what does what does Jesus Christ say when, when we're in him? It, there is no Jew, no Greek, no Scythian, that we are all one, mm-hmm. right? There is no such thing as races, right? right. It, it's God and his children, and that's the end of it. There are ethnicities, but there's no real, there's just a human race. Well, I think and we've forgotten blood. that we're not each other's enemy. Absolutely. You know, I love, you know, Booker T. Washington, uh, George Washington Carver. People forget that we have had some of the greatest leaders that have ever existed on the planet, that actually these people were really slaves. You know, we have a generation now that feels like they're slaves, but they aren't. These guys were really slaves. I mean, they were really persecuted. What Booker T. Washington went through just to get an education is difficult to believe. Mm. So when I stood on his grave, I, I cannot tell you, you know, the I not say on the grave, but I was right next to the grave. Right. But it was a it was an it's emotional moment yeah. because I realized, you know, that this man, you know, I'll just read it what he said here. Yeah, please. He says, I'll permit no man to narrow and degrade my soul by making me hate him. Mm, and you think wow. about that. This that's man strong. was a Christian. Right and yeah. and this is exactly what it is. And that's why he led an entire generation, not just out of slavery but into the classrooms, into school, and he led the, the country into graciousness. And, and virtually anybody who is anyone uh, knew Booker T. Washington. He was loved by presidents. Um, those people, I know Henry Ford and uh, Harvey Firestone, uh, they were always up there at Tuskegee Institute. So you see these men did not live by hate. They lived by love. And that was something that came from the inside. And uh, this is, again, how you can see false information. The biggest thing I see is that, you know, when you weren't wearing a mask, how were you treated? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I have to tell you, my son and I, uh, both of them, we would walk in a place and we'd be the only ones without masks. And you would think we had leprosy or something. I thought we were going to have to start saying leper, leper, (laughs) leper, or something like that. It was ridiculous. Clearly the most evil bad looks I received over the last year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's, it's been used to create hate and division. Right. And, and again, that false narrative is being, that's how Satan is using it to destroy America, to divide us and to, to cause hate. And what is Christ all about, right? That's exactly the opposite, opposite of his goal. Love, love, Does love, he want unity. us to live in fear? Rob, Pastor Rob, tell me about fear. Oh, wow. There's, fear cannot exist when love and fear do not coexist. It's That's impossible. It, right. And, so, and perfect love does what? Casts out all fear. Exactly. So this is our goal as Christians to break these lies, to break this narrative by talking about the lives that still matter. You know, and these people, these people are really dying. And I think this is where Christians, you think about that. How many pastors, how many churches are really tied into these ideas that, you know, malaria, hunger, right? Mm -hmm. Clean water. I know. um, So I am going to do a little slant here. And almost every episode will tell you a little bit about soil ministries. Uh, I'm the president of the board for soil ministries. And, um, you know, one of our projects over there is clean water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have these buckets that you can get. These buckets are 50 to $75. And you can give one 
per family, right? And I think that $10 billion is actually a lot less now with some of the newer technology that I've seen. But these are ways that you can really change, you know, somebody's whole life of being able yeah, to have some life. clean water to drink. Wow. So, uh, and that's soilministries.org. And you look that up. We're going to be doing a lot of... Um, We'll be mentioning them quite a lot, and I'll be even getting them on another podcast to talk about their ministry down in Honduras. Oh, that'd be incredible. I'd love to hear more about that. I'm sure everyone else would, too. And one thing I wanted to say real quick is I know um, we kind of uh, jumped on Fauci quite a bit, and um, but I do have one more thing to say because we are the supernatural junkies, and I, there was a prophet I saw on a show when this all came out and people were talking about how uh, Tony should be on People Magazine and Time Magazine yes. and all this stuff. Man of the Year, and I don't even know. Maybe he was. I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, they, he had a vision, and in that vision, he was standing next to Trump, and uh, he saw Fauci, this, a large, uh, he pictured him with a large head of a rat next to him next to him so Fauci Tony had a rat he was a rat not Tony's head it was a rat (laughs) and this is when Tony was like the man you know so that prophet nailed it I'll have to figure out who that prophet was and yeah Rob we're pinning you down on that one I know I just thought of it on the way here so sorry there's your tease for next show I thought so yeah and a lot of the articles that I've written have been posted on allpropastors.org so that's a way you can reference those this only COVID lives matter is available to be looked at um and again i gave you some of the updated statistics since you know that article was written right what was that website again it is (laughs) wow (laughs) he's good so smooth like that (laughs) that's right it's allpropastors.org org org okay got it okay all right so uh, i think i'm actually done for today well thanks for tuning in this week guys be sure to listen to our next episode and if you like this episode make sure that uh, you review give us a review and share it with your friends we would love that and we're only just getting started honestly we are (laughs) yes and please review 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 that's what helps us out that's what uh, keeps us going and we really really appreciate that so thank you thank you so much seriously for tuning in and love it love it thank you you guys have a blessed week love you guys god bless you guys